Hello and welcome to Solopreneur, the show that helps business owners who are flying solo to solve their big sales, marketing and systems challenges one episode at a time. You can watch the video version of this episode at solopreneur.com. I'm Gareth Everson, and on today's episode, we're going to be focusing on that problem that many businesses face, where they feel that they're not turning enough of the leads that they bring into their business into clients. And specifically, we're going to be talking about three common marketing acronyms. That's TOFU, MOFU, and BOFU. And in case you've never heard of them before, TOFU is not the vegan meat alternative product. It actually stands for top of funnel. MOFU is middle of funnel. BOFU is bottom of funnel. Now, if you have ever encountered this challenge that you find yourself not converting enough of the leads that you get into clients, I challenge you to think about whether you're focusing your efforts too much at either end of that spectrum. Let's start with BOFU, bottom of funnel. Bottom of funnel is a scenario where your lead is fully problem aware. They face the challenge. They understand what that problem now relates to. They know that there are providers out there on the market that can solve for it. And they know roughly what budget they need to apply to be able to buy that solution. And that's a key one. What budget they need to apply to be able to buy that solution. They know that they have to spend money to buy it. If all of your marketing efforts are devoted to meeting people at that level, you have to be absolutely sure that they're ready to buy. I see so many people that are inviting people to book a demo, jump on a call, have a sales discovery meeting before they know that their lead is qualified to be able to do that. That's the most painful stage to get it wrong, that your leads aren't ready to buy because you're investing time in those meetings. You're investing energy because you believe that they're the right fit for what you're about. When in actual fact, what they're thinking about is probably something really quite different, understanding what their problems relate to and if indeed they should be spending money on it. Which then brings me to top of funnel. At the top of the funnel, by contrast, somebody's probably aware of some of the symptoms of the problem that they face. They might not understand as yet what that problem is in the grander scheme of things. They might not even be aware at that stage that there are providers out there that can solve that problem for you. Let me give you a really specific example. I work with a communications coach. The people that she works with aren't having the career progression that they'd like to have. So that's their problem. That's the main symptom of their issue. They're not getting the career progression that their experience, that their knowledge, that their know-how, that their contribution to the organization should be getting them. They're frustrated. She helps them in a communication sense in one really specific regard. She's recognized that many people that aren't making that career progression aren't doing so because they're not being heard in meetings, that their opinions are being overlooked, that the alpha people in the room are being paid more attention to. So she helps them to understand that challenge and helps them to frame how they can make a greater contribution to meetings, 
how they can be valued more, how they can be respected more in that setting. And when you put all of those things together, that then equates to how they can make more progress in their careers. However, if we take it back to what the challenge is of people that have that particular challenge, they're not making a career progression. They may be, they may be frustrated by some of those other symptoms, not being really heard in meetings, not having their views taken into account or seeing people overtaking them up the ladder. So she needs to meet her prospects where they're at right now. She focuses her content on career progression. She focuses her content on how to be heard in meetings. She focuses her content on being respected for the expertise that you have and giving people tips and insights in to do that. That's top of funnel. If you're assuming that that career jump, if you're in her shoes, if you're assuming that that career jump can be made by somebody signing up for a sequence of coaching sessions off the back of a sales discovery call, that's a jump that you really shouldn't be making. So try and equate that scenario to your own business. There's another top of funnel challenge as well, and it's this. If you're an expert business and you offer a service to your clients, but more often than not, you're too afraid to ask for the sale and you're very focused, so your content is very focused on helping people, but not asking them to opt in or not asking them uh, or not showing them how to address the problems that they have. You're giving them insights, but not actions to take. If you're in that bracket, you might be in that place of top of funnel where people admire you and respect you and will read your content. But ultimately, if you're not asking them to take that next step with you, maybe to opt in to, to download a guide or a checklist or even further than that, to jump on a webinar or perhaps even jump on a sales call with you, you might be stuck in this, in this top of funnel space yourself. So one of two scenarios with people that aren't doing enough at the top of funnel. Then we've got the middle of funnel, and it's between the two. Middle of funnel is where somebody is problem aware because they've been researching for a while. They're probably aware that there are providers that are out there that offer solutions to their challenge, and they're in a mode where they're assessing their options. So that's the middle of funnel. Once people have that understanding in their mind, then they're at the point where they can decide, okay, it's going to cost me this amount. I'm going to summarize my possible solutions in this, that, or the other direction. And I'm going to invest the time to then look at and perhaps talk to those providers that can do that. And it's only at that stage that you should really be entering into that discussion with them at the bottom of funnel. So, so doing the demo or doing the like uh, the buyer's meeting, the sales discovery call, that kind of thing. It's at that stage that they're really ready and really committed to be able to make a buying decision from you. So we've got three key parts of our funnel where we can meet our prospects where they're at. How do you do that? Well, you need to think about having different content on your website that meets people where they are, what they're searching for, what they're looking for when they get to your website, so that then when you put an opt-in offer or a landing page in front of them, 
for them to don't download a guide, download a checklist, opt in to watch a recorded webinar, something of that nature, you know what stage they're at by the action that they've taken on your website. So you're probably thinking, well, that's all very well. I now know that there are three key stages to the funnel where I might be meeting my prospects on my website, where they might be meeting me for the first time, seeing my content for the first time on there. Does that then mean that I need to be creating three times as much content to be able to address the challenges that people have at those different stages? And you might be thinking, that feels like a lot of work. I tell you what does feel like a lot of work, not converting the leads that have opted in on your website into clients. I tell you what also feels like a lot of work, not knowing where your next leads are going to predictably come from in order to move through that funnel to do something with you. I'll tell you what really feels like a lot of work when you're not making the revenues that you expect to be making because the leads that you should be attracting who are out there are going somewhere else where they're finding the answers to some of these challenges. This is a really difficult nut to crack. I know I was joking around a little bit there, but this is a really difficult nut to crack, which means that the vast majority of your competition who are out there are doing exactly the same as you are at this stage. You've now got the insight that there are different pathways that you can take in order to address this. So no, you don't have to solve this overnight. But if you have these three different stages in your mind, when you think about what your website looks like, have I got content for these particular problems or these particular symptoms or these particular stages of where somebody is at in their buying cycle? And if the answer is no, then you can put together a plan, a content plan of putting this information together so that you can create that on your website. And instead of having a hope-based strategy of occasionally sharing links to your stuff on your social media posts or hoping that you're going to get word of mouth referrals somewhere else, you're actually taking really positive action to put the content out there onto your website such that when you do see people asking or facing the challenges that you address on forums or wherever else they're they're asking for these, these bits of information, you can point them in the right direction to content that you've created that meets them where they are, that builds a trust in what you do so that they'll then more likely opt in to receive more insights, more information from you, and you can start to build that trust further. If you'd like to dig into more around this, I'd encourage you to go and look at Marcus Sheridan's They Ask You Answer book. There's also a great book on the strategy around congested markets versus open markets, and it's called Blue Ocean Strategy. And the whole concept around blue versus red oceans is that in the red ocean, you're competing against lots and lots of uh, different providers who are all going after one another and after the few leads that they are there are in order to win business. Blue ocean is where you're defining a market and meeting a market where it's at with its particular challenges, perhaps with a slightly different take on things. So Blue Ocean Strategy, it's a book by Rene Moborn and W. Chan Kim. And Marcus Sheridan's They Ask You Answer are two great books for thinking about how you approach the different stages of the marketing funnel.
So there we are, three stages of the marketing funnel. Top of funnel, tofu for you vegan enthusiasts. Middle of funnel or mofu and bottom of funnel or bofu are the three different stages where you can meet your leads or prospects in their discovery and awareness phases. So if you've encountered in the past this challenge of not feeling like you're converting as many of the leads that you're getting into clients or just not getting those leads at all because your language that you're using is completely contrary to where they're at in their buying cycle, give some really serious thought to the three different stages of the marketing funnel. It does create a fair bit more work for you in the short term, but in the longer term, your conversions will go up by doing the things that your competition aren't doing. The other kind of hidden benefit that it brings as well is that if you're meeting people where they are in their discovery phase, their trust in you as you take them through the funnel with different content will increase as well. And that will lead to stronger client relationships, more trust in the process, and a higher likelihood of success when they have become clients and of referrals to other when you finish working with them. On the next episode, we'll dive deeper into some of the content that you might create at the different stages of the funnel. But for now, understand those three different phases and think about how you might apply those into your own business and how you might meet your prospects where they're at in their buying cycle. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Solopreneur Podcast. Remember that what we learned today builds more value if there's a plan to take action on it tomorrow. So head to solopreneur.com and check out our growing community of action takers and all the training and software that you need to build a scalable business without breaking the bank. And if you value the show, please help others to discover it too by leaving us a review wherever you get your podcasts or by sharing a link to an episode on LinkedIn or wherever your finger does its scrolling.